Everybody's fucking angry. Oh, That's a bit extreme. It's the truth, god damn it! Always fucking angry! I think you have things confused. Ooh. Oh, shit. I, I, you know, the whole summer I haven't heard anyone go up and down the street thumping and pumping, but within the last two weeks, some fucking morons deciding I gotta share base yeah. with everybody. Because that's all it is. No, no one thinks you're cool. Does anyone think that person is cool anymore? I am. I, I heard you uh, commenting on that. On Megan Trainer. The Patreon cast. I have a story about that for I you. Can't for the cast. It's all about imagine. the base. I can't fucking imagine. Uh, when she's talking about base, she means her ass. I know. <laughs> she's not talking about the fucking God, idiot. I know. Uh, driving hoopties with the sound system that well, costs you're gonna be fun. more than their fucking car. Me? Oh, I'm going to be fun on this yeah, podcast? Right. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Yeah, it was right. a long fucking day. Sheesh. Someone was like, you got to come play video games. And I'm like, first of all, I haven't played video games in like 20 fucking years. Probably longer. What? And uh, I'm like, no, I'm a goddamn adult. The next adventure we're crossing off our list copying you guys is going arcade. to the arcade, the nice. $7 all day one. Oh, you going That's over to the classic arcade? Yeah. I don't know if my wife sold on that. And I was like, an old buddy of mine, I was like, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We got to arrive when they open and stay till they kick us out. Yes. <laughs> sure, no, that's a good time. I mean, it's pinballs, pinballs. and whatever, but yeah. uh, he wanted... Um, he asked, this guy on Facebook asked if anyone had those old school tube TVs, and I got the one upstairs, and I was like, are you using me for video games? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I'll get it to you at some point. And then he's like, come over and play video games. And I'm like, it's been a 13-hour fucking day, and then I got to come and do the podcast, and then I'm going to goddamn bed, because I'm going to start it all over fucking again tomorrow. Welcome to adulthood! You're doing the podcast again tomorrow? It's shit! Uh, sure, we can do it again tomorrow. We'll do a fucking you extra Patreon. all over again tomorrow. All fucking over again! I'm very literal. That's not what you are. Uh, but let's start this podcast, right? You ready? You ready, Jamie? You nope. gonna sing? Nope. Hey, everybody! <laughs> It's the Alabama motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo. So, Jamie, someone asked. You weren't here last I Thursday. Heard, I listened. And they wanted, they wanted to know no. why you don't swear. And I basically answered, I'm like, you generally you just don't swear in real life anyway. Right, right. Um, I swore like a sailor in sixth grade. In sixth grade? Yeah. Stop bragging, Jamie. But then I think I just got it out of my system. I was like, eh. But then also I think that there was one time, and I don't know how old I was, we were sitting around the dinner table waiting to eat, and I said something about, that's BS. Pass the fucking potatoes. And my mom looked at me and just went, (gasps) She bitch slapped you? No. No. I don't remember. I know she didn't hit me, but she clearly was not happy that mm-hmm. I said that. Even just the letters. She take the belt to you? No, I, I've had that happen before. Soap. I avoid it. That's probably why I'm like <gasps> soap in the mouth. I've never. No, I never had that happen. Mm. I was never mouthy, mm. and I never was really bad. I just would push the limits sometimes. How difficult would it be to do soap in the mouth nowadays? Nobody has bars of oh, soap anymore. 
You have to. Everyone buy, just I goes do it to my squirt, daughter. squirt, squirt. Get some of that so liquid soap. My oldest one, I had to do soap in the mouth, and I did liquid first. And I was like, this is nothing. So I had to go and purchase. What liquid was nothing? No, because you had to get the kind of like sticks in the teeth. Was it a swearing violation, or was it somewhat mouthy? Mouthy, okay. Mouthy. What do you mean it's nothing? I don't understand how you're saying it's nothing. Be- for her, it was nothing. It did not, it was, she was like, Bleh, whatever, you know. So I'm like, all right. That's what a I'll bar, a pretty much a bar of soap is the same. Nope, because you can grind it into the teeth. What? Oh, yeah, you make it oh, stick. You made it severe. What are you talking about? You make them chew it. Yeah. <laughs> you make them chew the soap? Yep. Yeah. You're, you're a fucking animal. I only had to do it once. She learned. <laughs> Shit. Thank goodness, because otherwise you had to go back to the store to buy another bar of soap. Yeah, what kind those of soap? dang I mean, five-year-olds. What kind of soap do you use? Yeah, do you just like Irish Spring uh, or what? Uh, Dial? It was white. Lava? Ivory? Uh, ivory, I think. I, see, that would be the one or I wouldn't dog. use. I don't remember. Yeah, you don't want to use, like, fucking lava. You want, you want to use something that's got, like, acid in it or whatever. And that, that'll just fucking destroy their vocal cords. Right. Destroy their taste buds for life. Because you don't well, want to um, get caught. I bet you the Neutrogena soap bars are not pleasant tasting. The things that have oh, like yeah. sticks and stones in them. Like, sure. Yeah, they're like, like yellow, yellowish color. And uh, even the shampoo yeah. smells medicinal. Yeah, yeah I betcha. Yeah. Yeah, awful. I didn't think of that, but it probably cost more money than I wanted to spend. <laughs> she was going for the 99 cents. Right. Soap. Going for the cheap <laughs> shit. Yes. God yep. damn it, Jamie. Yep. So, uh, well, all right. Well, uh, I'm Steve McAllister, your host, failed comedian. Uh, Jamie over there, she puts uh, soap in her kid's mouth. And then with us, uh, as per the norm, Jason. How are you, Jason? Good. Jason, you have a story from this weekend that I think we should cover. All right. Let's cover it. Saturday evening, we were driving home. And uh, out on a country road near our home and saw a little movement up ahead in the roadway. It was in the road, huh? Yeah, it was in the road. Uh-huh. It was definitely in the road. Uh-huh. And as we drew closer, I was slowing down and I saw... Movement and two eyes glow at me from the darkness. Yeah, uh huh. Squirrel? Uh, well, when I got closer, I hoped it was a rabbit. Right. I was wrong. Uh huh. It was a cat. Uh huh. It was two cats. Oh. Oh, having a party? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> someone had already ruined their party. Oh. So we mm. steered around them, but the one which I was worried as I passed them, I. The one was in the clearly in the middle of the road, and I kind of swerved around, but uh, I thought it didn't move. Hmm. And the one that had looked at me didn't move, and I, uh, my worry as I was passing was it was going to dart under a tire. Nice. Sure, right, right, right. But so, Cats are pretty stupid. Yeah, so we went and turned around and came back, and sure enough, it was two cats. Yeah. The one was a goner. One was already dead, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And the second one was in the road. And this is a two-lane road, not a street light anywhere uh-huh. near. Right, right. So we pulled over to the side of the road and put our hazards on and got out. And uh-huh. as we approached the cat in the road, uh, I tried to bend down to pick it up, and it started hissing and dragging mm-hmm. itself. And there was a car approaching in the other direction already. Sure, right, And they were right, coming right. pretty quick. Everybody right. out there is... The speed limit's 55, but yeah. you're lucky if they're going 55. Right, 70. 
And so as I was trying to round this cat up, my wife's going, Jason, that car's getting closer. And I could sense it getting closer. And uh, But the cat was having nothing to do with me trying to pick it up. Right. But it was kind of scooting across the road. Sure. And uh, so I stayed till about the last moment I could. Right. And then backed off the side of the road. And the guy did come to a stop right oh. next to me. Uh-huh. But uh, he clearly only stopped because he... Saw the human figure in the roadway. Right, right. He said, right. you know, he went to roll down his window and said something like, what's going on? And I said, oh, oh we're trying to get these cats out of the road. Right. And he said, I didn't see any cats. <laughs> well, you killed the one, you fucker. <laughs> Why'd you fucking kill that cat, bitch? So the cat was off to, it had gone into some tall grass off to the side of the road. Yeah. And uh, I knew we weren't going to be able to just pick it up. Right. So we headed on home. At that point, I texted you because I didn't know. I didn't know. Asking me for some info on cats. Well, yes. just because we've got cats, but I've never dealt with an injured cat mm-hmm. in the roadway. I didn't know if there's some place you can just take an injured cat. Or, right. Right. Um, if you're showing up with an injured cat, if you're showing up with your checkbook. Right. Um, or yeah. if there's some I think place it's a lot of that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, someone, it's, someone's got to get paid. Yeah, it's most definitely you show up with your checkbook. Uh-huh. Right. But, so we did get a box and went back, and the cat was where we had left it. And mm. so we boxed it up and took it to the emergency medical veterinary place. And that, um, when we were in there, I had a very disturbing experience unrelated to the cat. Okay. Another Was, cust- it, was it a code brown? No. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> but another, another customer walked in. Actually, two. It was a couple. Uh-huh. And uh, she was not very well spoken, but it was something to the effect of, we got two dogs in the car and we want to put one down. Can we bring them both in? And meanwhile, the guy has wandered straight to the vending machine. He's busy getting himself a snack. Oh my God. And the receptionist was kind of, I think, almost confused by the question. Uh-huh. But she says, yeah. And so the lady goes, yeah, we can bring them both in. Guy, so she wanted both dogs put down? She wanted to put down one of them, but she wanted to bring both in while they were in there, I guess okay. is uh, what right. I surmised. But, All um, right. So she yells to the guy at the vending machine, the lady and the couple. She goes, yeah, we can bring both in. He's, okay. He's meanwhile busy getting his soda. <laughs> Clearly and concerned about whatever. Yeah, they just, uh, there was, and the next thing I turn around and there's a dog standing there. And she says, this is the one we want to put down. And this is a perfectly healthy looking dog. I thought, my first thought when I hear someone saying, come in to put the dog Mm -hmm. down is I thought, you know, a dog with a severe injury or ailing to the extent that they couldn't take care of it. But I turn around and it's clearly a very healthy dog. Hmm. Sure. Standing seemingly obediently on its leash. But it is covered in pink. In pink. And like pink. they painted it or something? Or well, what? the pink was blood. Oh? Not its blood. Oh, so it killed something? Well, it, uh, from what we surmised of the story that we overheard a little of, they had two dogs, and this dog that they're bringing in was a pit bull. Mm-hmm. And the two dogs must have fought that evening. Uh-huh. They must have fought previously. Oh. And my surmise was they were just sick of dealing with it. Sure. And I was, it made my blood run a little cold standing there because mm-hmm. my immediate judgment was looking at the people they had no business 
owning a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Right. They had no business owning a pit bull with another dog. Sure. And they seem very callous about just putting this animal down. Right, right. Meanwhile, I'm here with a cat that I right. peeled Straight off the side of the road. Right, know, right. right, yes. So that really made me angry just witnessing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, you, uh, what will help you with that is always remembering that people are pieces of shit. Always what? remember that. Well, you, they don't have to be prove it at every turn. Because well, that was my first. Pretty much, they do. My first thought was, if you're having a problem with this dog, wouldn't you take it to a shelter? You wouldn't just show up and well, say, "Put it down." Would you? Right. Uh, well, I would take it to a shelter. Yeah. I would just try to rehome it. Yes. I don't think I would look to put it down. I mean, I don't know if this dog was violent or if it was just violent towards other dogs in the house or if it just had a problem with that one specific dog it makes me wonder (sighs) if they were concerned with legal issues because of it well i mean was the other dog their dog or was it like a neighbor's dog it sounded like it was their dog both dogs were their dogs and then so there was like three dogs all together because he said there were two dogs there the one wasn't bloody but the one was i i assume there was my surmise on was that there was two dogs and the one the two had fought and huh uh, somehow, the one so guy. what? So what ended up happening? Did they like all right, bring this dog in the back? We're going to put it down, or what? Oh yeah, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! To me, that seems weird that there would just be an organization that'd be like, okay, yeah. let's bring him into the gas chamber because this fucking moron doesn't want to take care of this dog. It's kind of like that whole thing that we talked about not that long ago. With the person who died, and then was like, "When I die, I want you to kill Fluffy as well." Right, right. It yeah. seems completely irresponsible so to have that happen. Buried together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait for the fucking dog to die on its own. Mm-hmm. We'll redig you up with your fucking brittle right. bones, exactly. and we'll throw in the fucking ashes of Fluffy. Yeah. God damn, people <laughs> suck ass. Right. There is a certain degree of. Um, when you take in, especially if you take one to a, a, like the humane society, if you take yeah. an animal to be put down, yeah. if it's, you know, it's reached the end of its life, they do so many of them that there is a little bit of callousness I've experienced right. where they just, they don't care that you're grieving the loss of a pet, a beloved pet. They're just mm-hmm. like, oh, here's another one to put down. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, you become immune to it all. And yeah. heaven forbid that anyone gets that way. But I imagine that's what's got to happen at like slaughterhouses or anything like that. I'm like, hey, here's another fucking pig's throat that I got to slit. Fucking awful. Right. Yeah, I, yes. I, but I also, I get concerned with if a place, again, the dog was all bloody. So... Then questioning what happened, because what if there's something that happened that should be looked into? Like in They're general, running a dog fight ring or some yeah, shit? Even if it's not specific to the situation, but just the idea that they just accept this and then they just do it without questioning really, okay, what happened? What led to this? Because, yeah, is there something shady going on? Is there something that we should be reporting to the authorities or whatever? Well, I think that's when you just take the dog in the back and go, we're going to take care of it, thank you, goodbye, and then you don't fucking kill the dog. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a great point, and I didn't see the entire interaction because I almost felt there was more suspicion from the interactions we saw of us because they handed me a sheet to fill out when we first arrived. And, of course, one of the items on the sheet was a lot of information about the pet you're bringing in. And I oh, circled sure. cat 
I didn't fill out anything else. Right, right. I don't know anything else about this cat. I didn't know anything else, and I handed it over. I don't even know if this is a chick or a dude cat. The fuck? And uh, the receptionist said, is that all you know about the cat? And I said, well, it's kind of calico looking. Right, (laughs) right. But I don't know anything else. Yes. Weird. So that was the one interaction there that, uh, yeah, was troubling. But uh, Uh continuing with our story, they they, uh, said that, their immediate assessment there was that the uh, hip hip was broken. Right. Um, but they said they said they could do X-rays. They said, or you can, we can just give you some pain meds, and you can take it to your own vet on Monday. They said it'll be either way fine. Right. And they said it's probably less expensive to take it to your own vet and have the X-rays done. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we went that route. We took home pain meds and uh, had this little kitten Aww. up in our bathroom all day Sunday and we're nursing along with medicines and taking care of it so this morning we went promptly to our vet and uh, thankfully we got the guy we usually deal with because mm. I he knows he knows our pet history and everything sure. so I was able to say hey right away his first question was do you want this animal mm-hmm. and I said well we're open to it but right. there's a reasonable reasonable extent we'll go to right I said, if it's, you just say it's you know just a matter of time, it needs to recover from his injuries, or even if right. it has some minor surgery. But mm-hmm. uh, they took it back and promptly gave some X-rays, and then uh, he escorted me for my first time ever there into the bowels of the facility ah. and showed me the X-rays. And uh, the cat had several breaks in its hips, and then broken both legs were broken, and its knee bone was shattered. And Ooh. right, right. Which he said all of that could be repaired but the more detrimental was that it had a lot of stool still inside of it and his bladder was really full and he suspected it had internal injuries that even if you fixed everything else yeah difficulty eliminating in the future so Uh, so we had to make the unfortunate decision to put it down well, I mean, it probably was the humane thing. I mean, if right. it had been left out there, I mean, no. Lord knows something would have come along and ate it or would have died in much more agony or whatever. Along. So yeah. that's, uh, yeah. it, it was a nice thing for you to do what you did. So Well, going yeah. back to your um, question, what do you do? Right. I was surprised when we went into the first place. I said, what do people normally do if they hit a mm-hmm. cat or a dog? and uh, leave. I legitimately believe. Proven again, people are assholes. Yeah, they fucking leave. Just, yeah, that's exactly what she yeah. said. And our vet went a step further today. He said, cats especially. He sure. Said, Cat, yeah. He said, people will do the yeah. most. I think some people aim for them. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. He said, people will, do, will take out their frustrations on cats. Right. He said, people do the most horrible things to cats. Right. Um, that... Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that because our my first thought. I mean, the cat we knew was clearly in the ditch on the side of the road, but I thought right away. I thought, well, we can't just leave it, leave it yeah. there. Right. It's gonna get either a predator's gonna yeah. come along and right. get it, or right. it's gonna starve to death. Right, right, right. right, right. Not so. pleasant. Well, when I uh, when I hit that dog last year, I I stopped because I fucking I felt so bad. I'm like, I cannot drive on about my day like right. nothing happened. So I stopped and I went back and, and I, I mean, I hit this dog. This dog was not, it did not survive a second after I hit it, I'm sure of it. And so I go back and, and it was farmland and the lady comes running out of the farm. She heard it happen and she saw me stop and she came out and she's like, yes. 
this dog dead is dead. And I think she felt more bad about it because it wasn't even her dog. I guess maybe they were watching someone's dog or something. So she had to go tell whoever else that their dog was dead. You know, and I'm just trying to apologize. I'm And I'm giving her my card of like any information, whatever. And she's just like, this happens. Like mm-hmm. the dogs just fucking run wild out there and people hit it. But she was like, normally people don't stop. They just fucking take off like a hit and fucking run or whatever. So right. it's, uh, I, I personally could not have lived with myself mm-hmm. if I had just been like, sayonara and, and, and just left. I mean, that's not within me. It's within a lot of people because they're fucking assholes. Well, and the likelihood is I suspect the first person that hit the two cats probably knew they I guess. Hit. So yeah. they yeah. knew they hit something. Right. And uh, usually I, you have a fleeting glimpse of what, if, even if they dash out in front of you, you have a fleeting so you glimpse. you see their eyes, and, yeah. usually, yeah. yeah. I know growing up in the country, we had so many animals get hit. Yeah, where it just, people didn't stop. I think one person stopped one time with a dog. It was one of the dogs that got hit. But other than that, nobody stopped. Right. Just in the way. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to something bigger and better and funner, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bumming us oh, out yeah. right <laughs> off the bat, Jason. That's why we got you on the Be show. Be good people and stop. Fuck it. Well, just don't hit them. How about that, well, everybody? Well, right, but I mean, just accidents happen. Things nope, happen. accidents don't happen. You did yeah, it on purpose, you, you know, motherfuckers. No, because if you're going to sideswipe a car, you know, sometimes you got to hit the animal. All right, let's uh, let we're do we're Jesus. All right, we're doing uh, we're doing football picks. You guys remember your picks? You remember the games? Oh, totally you remember anything? All right, here we go. I know uh, I got one wrong because I think Buc- I picked against Detroit. All right, well let's let's do it here. Uh, game number one: Buccaneers versus Panthers. Jason, you took Carolina. Jamie, you had the Buccaneers. Uh, who won? That's a good question. Who won? <laughs> Buccaneers won, so that's oh, one. Jamie won this one thing point I'm breaking the spell. Uh, second game, we had Cincinnati versus San Francisco. Jason, you took Cincy. Jamie, you had San Francisco. Who who won? Uh, I was busy caring for an injured cat. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I don't know. San Francisco, Jamie wins again. Oh, Jamie just stunk me on this thing. Uh, and then the last pick, uh, we had the uh, Chargers versus Lions. I think you must know, Jason, because you commented on the game. Uh, you took the Chargers, Jamie took the Lions. Who won the game? Lions won. Lions won. So Jamie with the sweet three nothing, Jamie. How about that? Boy, I need to be on ESPN. You're a regular Jimmy the Greek. Oh, with yeah. with more racism, you have way more racism. So uh, we will do picks again on Thursday. So was he really racist? Jimmy the Greek was incredibly racist. Uh, I remember him, but I don't remember. He that. was very interesting because he was one of these guys. He was the original like sports announcer who kind of talked about betting. Like he would always talk about the spread and who you would pick and this and that. So he was like that guy. I think it was on CBS put sports football whatever the fuck it was and then uh but then one day he just starts talking about so what they used to do is they used to breed the blacks and then the fucking blacks you'd get the big buck blacks and you'd have them out there in the field and everyone's like shut up jimmy you fucking crazy lunatic 
and then we never saw him again. Don't let people know. <laughs> You're blowing the secrets, Jimmy. We only say that when the mic's off, when the Jimmy. Mics are off, Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Didn't we have this talk? So we never saw You're him not again. Lotto. And I think they did an ESPN 30 for 30 on him because they did talk about how he was like one of the original dudes who talked about gambling and sports betting and and researching football. So he was like the guy and it was just kind of like, I don't think he necessarily meant it in like a bad way, but clearly you kind of talk about breeding the blacks and uh, expect to keep your job <laughs> unless you're the president of the United States. Oh, yeah, uh, you probably oh, could right. keep it there. So. Yeah, because everybody will say you didn't say it and you didn't mean it like right, that. Right, right. Exactly. Everybody will come to his defense. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're Jimmy the Greek with more racism, Jamie. But good for you. You're three and oh, uh, we'll pick next uh, more games on Thursday. Plus he, what would, do I get? he would wisely couch it, the president. He would say, people tell me. The blacks breed for the sport. They're the best. <laughs> I got people that call me all the time and tell me. They tell me all that they're, they're the best. They're working hard. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about my uh, comedy shenanigans last night. Uh, participated in the kingpin of comedy uh, over there at Spectrum Lanes. And uh, I lost, everybody. I lost. Uh, and, but, no, I'll say silver lining. I do not have to go back to the finals. So I look at it like that. They're like, it's perfect. I'm like, where were you in the order? Because last time you were lamenting that the order is not announced beforehand. Uh, Yes, same thing. They just kind of draw your name out of a hat. I think I went third out of eight. So uh, either third or fourth, kind of right there in the middle. And uh, what it was for me, though, as I uh, explained to everybody, was not stand up. I did not. Do stand up. I'm tired of stand up. Stand up is is dumb. It's awful. No one should ever do stand up ever ever again. Were the puppets back? Uh, the puppets were not back. Oh, wow. They were not in a back. whole new direction. Uh, yes, as I as I told people on the podcast, completely fucking different. Never been done before. And uh, what I did is uh, I had partners in crime oh, with boy. me. Everybody I had partners in crime. I went on stage. And I kind of indicated, hey, everybody, uh, if you saw me the last time, it was pretty weird. I did cocaine. I tried to shotgun a monster can. I juggled. I did all this weird shit. I'm like, I'm not going to do weird shit. I'm just going to do straight stand-up. And I'm like, all right, let's get into it. Before I got into anything, uh, my buddy Matt Harper was the comedy police. And he uh, he blew a whistle at me and, and had me uh, called for a foul because I was doing wrong things. So he sent me to the penalty box. And in my place, my other buddy, Michael Bussler, got on stage to tell jokes. So Michael Bussler was telling jokes while I was doing stuff. And uh, it was very weird. Uh, the last thing I did was I smashed a melon uh, with a mallet. And it was a good time. Very crazy. It was very crazy. Uh, people should have fucking been there. Because uh, it'll never fucking happen again. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So I lost, I lost, and uh, it's unfortunate. Everybody seemed to think I was going to move on comic-wise. Like, they all loved it. Uh, Listener of the podcast, Bob Artema, apparently was there, and he had a post on his facial book, and he said that uh, he felt that my act, he liked my act a whole lot, but he felt it went over the heads over a lot of the audience members. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's probably correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to say what I was doing was heady, but again, it clearly wasn't up like, 
hey, I'm going to talk about my fucking dick now. And uh, my dick's a lot like my kids. I beat it. Um, so you just, it's just dumb. And it's uh, it's unfortunate uh, that people don't understand. I thought you were going to eat soap. What's that? My dick? I make my dick eat soap? Mm-hmm. Like your kids. No, I beat it like my kids. Well, I eat soap. Never mind. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, so it's over. Never. One last thing. So I only got two more gigs, everybody, and that's it. Two more gigs. I got uh, this week in Rochester, Minnesota at Goonies, and then in December at Dr. Grin's, and then it's fucking over, hopefully. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. fucking over. Today I had someone ask me to uh, perform at their wedding, and I was like, no fucking way. I, 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 uh, yeah, they asked me to perform at their wedding. And uh, I was like, I was like, I appreciate it, but uh, I am not going to do that. So I said, I will get someone to uh, do it in my stead, but they really wanted me. And uh, I was like, nope. And then I had uh, Crash's Landing uh, reach out to me today to ask me to uh, MC their uh, big benefit show. I've done it two years in a row. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. Get some new blood. I am tired of doing this bullshit. Hmm. And it's fucking bullshit. I I like the fact that people want me to do it, but it's not anything I'm particularly interested in. So I'm not going to fucking do it. Part of it is realizing that you just need to say fucking no to so much bullshit. People will tell you that you need to say yes. Fuck no. It's all about saying no. yeah. No. You have to set No. Boundaries. You have to set boundaries. What did I just say? Which means sometimes no. you have to say no. Always say no. I, People I, always say yes to everything. I'm saying no. no to everything. You shouldn't say yes to everything. I'm saying no to everything. I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> so the answer is uh, no. Before you ask me to do anything, everybody, the answer is uh, no. Is this one of these where we just have to listen to you? Yes, probably. Okay. Yes. What I have learned... <laughs> Is my where I'm weak is when people ask me something that's a long ways off. Oh, you know, yeah. say, How about in November on the 13th, sure. we yeah. do such and such? I think, right. I think, oh, that's way off. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's on me. I'm like, Oh, right. what yeah. the fuck did I agree to that for? Yeah, you're <laughs> right about I, that. I uh, I got I tried to get they tried to rope me back into the cystic fibrosis thing, and I said no to that too. I am mm-hmm. just saying no to everything. So, I mean, I appreciate it. I've done the crashes landing, I think, uh, two years in a row, the cystic mm-hmm. fibrosis, two years in a row. It's time for some new blood, everybody. Time for some new blood. This train has come to a halt. But I mean, if it was something you wanted to do, it's good. Uh, no. I mean, even if I want to do it, I'm going to say no. Why? <laughs> there is no reason it's to do just anything in a no anymore. frame of mind. It doesn't no. even make sense. I'm like a two-year-old. Uh, no. You need bar soap. No. Go get it. No. <laughs> I think this should be on Facebook Live. Go get me one of the uh, hotel soaps. Hey, let's put up a Twitter poll. No. Do you say yes to everything or no? No, the answer is no. Should he eat soap? Yeah, yes. Be, yes, no, or stupid should eat a bar of soap. Yeah. Eat a bar of soap. <laughs> What's the best kind of soap to use? Well, I just, some of it too is like, uh, well, I, I enjoy these things. I don't know it's beneficial to people or whatever. I'm not getting anything out of it mm-hmm. specifically. And I, I hate to feel like I'm being selfish or whatever. A lot of it causes me fucking anxiety. And I'm tired of feeling right. anxious about bullshit that I don't specifically mm-hmm. care about. 
like cystic fibrosis, like it's a good thing and whatever, but I don't have anybody who's got cystic fibrosis. Up until I did it, I don't think I've ever met anyone with cystic fibrosis. And uh, there you go. Time for someone else to take over. And that's cool. Right. I like Crash's Landing. I like Cats. Dr. Jen's the greatest of all time, but I don't want to fucking do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with saying no. I was just saying... There's like, a lot of great no things about everything. saying no. Saying no is the best. You <sighs> just ex- exasperate me. The best! <laughs> it's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but there's also something to be said. you got to... Like weigh it, and if it's not something you want to do for whatever reason, yeah, say yeah. no. Yeah. But you can't just say no to every. That I can't say. I Most had, people shouldn't say no to everything. I had a conversation uh, with Kostaki Economopolis, the headliner Dr. Grins this weekend, because I talked with him about how I just don't want to do stand up anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And I said I'm more interested in the other end, the booking end, the producing end. And uh, he gave me a good suggestion of talking to this other guy that we know mm-hmm. and uh, who, who is on that other side. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to talk with him about some stuff because I think I would rather do that. Not, I don't necessarily want to get on stage anymore. I want, if I do get on stage, I want to do weird shit like I've done the last couple times at Sunday Night Funnies. Because mm-hmm. that's fun for me. Getting on stage and just telling jokes or I don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Fuck the crowd is what I'm trying to say. So it'll just be like, nobody knows what's going to happen when you get on stage. Right? Yeah. Not even me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going to happen. It's the it best. Because you never know. You never fucking know. Play out. You never know. It's kind of like you're doing improv. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> what I do know is I'm only Did posting pictures. Me? Yes. I am posting <laughs> pictures of toilets on my Facebook page. That's all I gotta I'm doing. say, the dirty toilet today was not. Well, it's <laughs> a little troubling. The when I one uh, the paper one. No, that looked. I said more the like one a with nest. The, <laughs> the one with the pee. Well, yeah. it's kind of like I kick open the door and then I just take a picture of whatever I see. Somebody is like a. <laughs> it kicks in the door and the photo is the scene of the crime, whatever state it's in. <laughs> so oh uh, it, it's funny to me oh, that that, so uh, uh, that people kicking the door open. Yes. People are now sending me pictures of toilets. No, I have no interest in anybody else's. Pictures of I toilets. saw the German one, and that's very true. We had friends in Germany, and they had that exact. The guy yeah. called it a step toilet. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> toilets are weird in different countries. They, yeah, there was a but... toilet in Japan where what it was, uh, the sink was actually the tank of the toilet. So as you're washing your hand, the dirty water that you're washing it goes into the tank of the toilet. So it's kind of like, uh, right? Yeah. It's it's uh, okay. it's good use yeah, of water. It's uh, not recycling water, but it's kind of like reusing water. Yeah. Well, for the listener, yeah. the the German toilet, the step toilet, yes. it has like um, a shelf before the water. So when you go number two, it lands on the shelf. It's not in water. Right. And one. Oh, right. Yeah. One, it's a more potent smell. <laughs> But two, I don't know the purpose. 
When I was in Germany, I thought, what's the purpose of this? Are we to examine? Yes, yes, that is 100% correct. It is the examination of the fecal matter to make sure that For you're... For what purpose? To make sure that you're healthy or not. Well, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to know? Well, you got to remember the Nazi party originated with the Germans. They're weird fucks, okay? These yes. are fucking weird a-holes. Is there a microscope? If something's wrong, bag? am I supposed to scoop it up into yes. a Ziploc bag and yes. take it with yeah, me? Yeah, there should, nearby there should be use. grocery bags nearby that you scoop it up <laughs> like <label>. dogs. <laughs> and, you, and you just scoop it up. Yes. Some doggy bag ties. Yeah. Well, or if you have a dog like we do. Uh, yeah. Who just eats just, it? Yeah, you can just say, come on, hey, get Hey, dog, get in here. Eat this shit. There you go, exactly, yes. I don't remember the toilets being like that in Germany, Uh though, when I was The problem is if you have explosive diarrhea, (laughs) it just goes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're crackling porcelain, is what you're doing. It wasn't, it wasn't, when we were there, we were there for a couple of weeks, it wasn't everywhere, but it was... Yeah, I don't remember. Much more common than, I've never seen one in the U.S. I remember they didn't have water in the toilet. Uh-huh. When you go to the bathroom. Right. But I don't remember the step thing being there. Right. So maybe it's the same idea. So you can examine The, sh- the shelf. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I got a question for you, Jason. I don't... Jamie, you can answer too. Uh, backyard is uh, pretty small, our backyard. Uh, we have no trees. We only have, I only have one tree in my yard. It's in the front. It's a little red maple. Maple, that's it. So, but in the back, we just recently had a lot of uh, storms come through, and so as the storms, I came feel an through, insurance question coming. No, it's not oh, an insurance okay. question. It is not. Uh, thankfully, we never had any problems that way. But a lot of tree limbs fell, uh, and I had a lot of tree limbs in my yard, and I feel like I should be able to pick up these tree limbs and throw them over the fence into the yard of the person who owns the tree. Should I be allowed to do that or not? Sure, would they even know the difference? Yeah! Because <laughs> I'll accept leaves, right? Leaves fall into my yard, I'll rake them up and whatever. But the fucking branches is so much harder for me to get rid of here in the city. Like, I have to fucking break it down and bag it up and everything and it's if you want to take a look at it it's fucking in my driveway i gotta figure out what the hell i'm gonna do with this huge thing just burn it well that's a thing too i mean i would like to burn it but here in the city there's also weird rules about burning shit yes yeah you have to get a permit thing but if it if a tree if its branches are if you want to trim branches if they're overhanging on your thing then you can do that. But we know? we live below our no, back I know that. neighbors. I just meant in we're about so how does that work? we're like yeah. ten feet or whatever below our right. neighbors. No, I know. So their tree is just like way up in the air. I mean, it's I don't know, a big oak tree or something, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's just it's old and huge, and limbs are gonna fall off and right. break off. And there you fucking mm-hmm. go. So you know, when you had these torrential downpours and tornado winds coming through, right. shit just happened and. Uh, Thankfully, it didn't like destroy the fence or anything or hit the house or whatever. But I'm just like, now I have this huge limb to take care of and I just want to heave it over the fence. Yeah, just look over the fence to make sure you're not going to cut anyone on the head. And then... <laughs> I technically, I feel like the people who live over there are renters anyway. I, I don't even. Because so. it just seems, yeah. yes, it just seems like that the people who live in that house 
are constantly changing like more than like someone lives in this house because it seems like every year or two it's someone different mm-hmm. so i f- just feel like it's a renter i, I can't imagine that house is no. constantly for sale so i think you should strap the thing on the top of your car yeah and drive oh. it out to the country uh-huh and throw it in the ditch oh, oh there you go yeah. maybe with a dead cat maybe. in there or something yeah. you know there Whatever, there you go. Just throw it in the Dippin' Dots van. That's what I should do. Pull off the back of some school and just toss it out. Yeah. Just yeah. The, yeah. Take it into the school. Be like, here you go, kids. It's a biology experiment. Figure out what uh, tree this is, you fucks. And then I'll pull out my gun and shoot them all. <laughs> no! Who? Me. I'm just saying no to everything. I know. Uh, all right, I got a lot of articles to talk about, Jamie. But did you have something? Did you say you want to do this day in history or no? I can try it. All right, we got to do the theme song though. Is this the thing that is a new theme song? Yeah, no, that's to remind us for news. You got a news story for us? Oh no, I don't. She's got this day in history, right? Yeah. Just gonna keep the listeners in suspense. All right. <laughs> what was she supposed to have a news article? Oh, she does. No, but have, when if I she do, does, I have a theme song. Yeah. Oh. This day in history with motherfucking Jamie. We're gonna learn some shit today. All right, there we go. Woo, woo, That's the thing. Woo, woo, woo. Is it on a shelf? <laughs> Is it shit? On a shelf? <laughs> on a shelf? Like in the toilet? Right, right next yeah. to the elf. <laughs> yes. That's why you put the elf in Germany. Hey, am I supposed to shit on the elf? <laughs> no. On a shelf? No. <laughs> Don't shit on that elf on that shelf. All right, 1903. Wow, long Whoa. time ago. Long what time happened? Long time ago, Luther Childs Crow- Crowell, inventor, wait, inventor of the square-bottomed paper grocery bag. Oh, I think he died. I forgot to write that part on there. He, he died? died well, I'd like to think he's dead if, his son, if he did something in 1903. Well, yeah, but I think that's when he died that year. He died in 1903? He didn't create remember. the paper bag? He did create it, but that's the day he died. Did he put the handles he, on it, or is that more? He created invention? the thing on the day he died. No, you know what I mean. He was the inventor of the square bottom paper groceries bag. Yeah, he died on this day in 1903. Uh-huh. That is was that his, it? That was his Costanza moment. So he said, "I've done it. I've invented the bottom of the Peace. paper bag. I can now die. I'm out of here." People. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? Of what? Making the square bottom paper bag, just to, like put shit no in. Because there was no fat bottom girls around, so you had to make a square bottom paper bag. So, and then I thought this was kind of telling. In 1908, GM is incorporated. It uh, it was formed by the merger of Buick and Oldsmobile because the UAW is on strike right now. Anyway, they are. What are they uh, on strike for? I don't even know. Pay whatever different things. 1968, U.S. presidential candidate Richard Nixon delivers the line, Sock it to me, on the TV show uh, Laughing. Yeah. Nixon's five-second appearance took six takes to get it right. They had offered him the line, You bet you're a sweet bibby. But he turned it down, stating he didn't know what a bibby was and didn't want to find out. That's racist. Jesus. <laughs> Some credit this appearance before a large, mostly younger audience is helping him win a close election. Yeah. 1979, Catfish Hunter Day at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, pitcher. Pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, Catfish Hunter. I had no idea what that meant. I thought it literally meant 
This is the day for catfish hunters to come to the studio. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I only put that on here because I had to find out. Catfish Hunter was a great pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, all righty. I probably got some of his cards. was uneventful. Uh Uh-huh. And then the last thing, 1989, Roger and Me, directed by Michael Moore, wins the People's Choice Award at the 14th Uh, Toronto International Film Festival. I like the Nixon thing. I thought that was kind of cool. This day in history with motherfucking Jamie. We're gonna learn <laughs> some shit today. She looks like she's settling in for the it's song. It's embarrassing. <laughs> what? It's a good theme song. But it's long. Yeah, it's good. It's long and we learned some shit today. Drawn out with motherfucking Jamie. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sock it to me. Yeah, I remember sock it to sock me. Sock it to me. Uh, I, would have, I would have guessed it was sock it to me, baby. But I would have been dead wrong. Soccer to me, baby. Yeah, I can't see. I can see <laughs> Nixon like Nixon not Nixon saying baby. Like, like, Soccer to me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's very square. I mean, as evidenced by them needing how many takes? You said like eight. As evidenced by yeah, six. Six, six takes. takes to say socket to me. Come on, yeah. Jesus! It should have been one, right? But isn't socket to me one of the lines from laughing? Like that's not yeah. to him, right? Right? Yeah, oh, okay. that was something that yeah. they would regularly say, right. like fucking. Uh, Ruth Buzzy would come yes. out. She'd say, "Sock it to That's me." Right. Okay, I just want to make her mind. Yeah, so right. it's not it was not original to Richard Nixon. What's a bippy? I have no fucking clue. Let's test Jamie on bippy? history. Bippy <laughs> to me, I think would be a uh, bippy is like a young, behind. a young stupid girl is a bippy. What actress rose to fame from her appearances on Laughing? Probably Goldie Hawn. Bing, Jamie is hot tonight. I am hot. <laughs> uh. You bet you're sweet, Bippy. I don't know. Bippy! Uh, definition of Bippy, U.S. slang used uh, euphemistically for an unspecified part of the body. Yeah. So I guess it's whoop, ass. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's what I said. That's what I was pointing to. Uh, point to you bet you're sweet. Whoop, 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 whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. Bippy! Yep. All right, we got some uh, shit in the fucking uh, news. Uh, neat. JD, I know you don't. Jason, you watch Center Live at all? Uh, only if like someone, if you see in like the news the that the opening skit was particularly good, then we'll maybe turn that on. Oh, so you'll watch like a repeat or whatever. Right. Or catch, well, we never, yeah, we never watch it YouTube. live. And and who who among us can sit through the whole hour and a half of that? Uh, I'm with you. I, I I cannot remember the last time I sat down and watched it. I mean, I when I was in high school and college, I would. But I, so honestly, I don't think since like the early '90s I've sat and watched any of Saturday Night Live. And I would contend that the first half hour they pack in the good stuff, and then it yes, it goes down. Anything before the news is probably good. Anything after the news is shit. Right. That's that's when you knew like this is garbage time, and that's when they would give like second tier players maybe an opportunity to take over stuff. So, but uh, every year they're they're hiring new people. And uh, I don't know if you knew they hired three new people. Did, mm. did you know that? No, you did not. I probably would have be hard pressed to name three of the cast right. from last. Yeah, year. I don't think I could either, to be perfectly right. honest. There were uh, three new people. Let me see. Here they are: uh, Shane Gillis, uh, Bowen Yang, and Chloe Feynman were the three people they hired. Oh, the Has anyone you- Bowen Yang, an openly gay Asian comic? Bowen Yang. Huh. Has anyone ever you came to know through the 
comedy circuit going on to Saturday Night Live? Uh, Chris Red right now is on Saturday Night Live. And uh, Michael Che is on Saturday Night Live. Both guys I met uh, through Dr. Grins and I haven't worked with them. Uh, I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm friends with them. Uh, it's not like I, I don't think I have either of them. I might have Michael Che's phone number, but I don't have Chris's phone number. And I don't, to be perfectly honest, I don't think either of them would see me in a room and be like, oh, hey, Stu. You know, it's just, that's not how it is. But I've met them and uh, I've known them before they were on Saturday Night Live, so. Would you uh, say it's a high-ranking aspiration of comics? Yes. Still to be on Saturday Night Live? Yes. Okay. I, I would, and again, I'm older. I'm older. It's like, I, when I watch skits from Saturday Night Live, I'm usually like, eh, I don't really find that very funny. And I think there's a certain level of like, you you probably have to be under the age of 30, 35 to kind of get a lot of what's going on. A lot of it is pop culture, a lot of like what what's going on in the news currently. So, I mean, you can watch some political stuff like uh, Kate McKinnon does all the political impressions and, you know, Tina Fey back when she was on, she was crushing Sarah Palin. So you get all that stuff. But beyond, like, the political stuff, when I'm watching Saturday Live nowadays, I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of this garbage. So it's just not for me. I think it ultimately, people might argue with me, but I, ultimately I think it, it's going to appeal to a much younger demographic. What's the most common aspiration of comics that you worked with? What do they see as the jump starter to their career? If I could do this. Wow. You know, I don't really know. I mean, everybody wants a late night spot. So everybody's trying to get Conan, people trying to get Colbert or The Tonight Show. Kimmel doesn't really have anybody on. Uh, you might want to try to get a, like a Netflix special if you can. Those are difficult, although they're now doing these weird like 15 minute specials where it's a compilation of like, here's six comics. And so it's like a 90 minute long special, but everybody's doing 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. There's nothing nowadays that's going to launch you into the outer stratosphere. There's I nothing was, that's going to do it. I asked the question because I was listening to a podcast over the weekend that featured a, a little bit of an older comedian. In fact, I really didn't regard him as a comedian anymore. I knew he was a comedian starting out and we'd actually seen him live. Uh-huh. But it was an interview with Kevin Pollack. Uh-huh. And did you even, did you, would you consider him a active comic? No. Uh, Kevin Pollack is a comedic actor. He's an impressionist. Uh, you know, he maybe he, he dabbled in stand-up. Like, he was supposed to come to Grins once or twice. He always fucking cancels. He never did it. So I was told the manager of Grins, I'm like, fuck this guy. He's, he has it on the calendar as the backup plan. And then it's like, oh, fuck, anything that he can find instead, he'll do that. So I was like, fuck that guy. So, yeah, we but saw I, don't, him, I don't consider him like a comedian. We saw him probably in the very early 90s. Sure. Was, I forget the name of the club. There was a club on 28th Street. That was, Comedy Den. Okay, that's yeah. where we saw him. Yeah. And he, at the time, his, his act was very much impressions. That's what he is, yes. I mean, he would do like the whole bridge of Star Trek Enterprise. Right, yeah. He would do all the different characters and the voices. Very hacky bullshit. So I was surprised listening to this podcast. He's apparently ranked as one of the 100 best comics of all time. Well, and that's because whoever made the list is a fucking retard. Uh, <laughs> and I use that word in the most derogatory way possible. Retardo. Yes. Kevin yeah, I right should away, not be on that list. I right away commented. I said, if I was listing great comics, he right. would never come to mind. If someone said, no. who's great at impersonations, he might have come to mind because right. 
used to do all those, but right. I didn't know he was. He's he's not a con. I would never consider him a comic. I could think of like a hundred people who started out like six years ago that I would think are funnier than Kevin Pollack. So yeah. He actually shared a joke too that I wondered what you would think of it, but I might. I didn't. Uh, I was gonna listen again today, but I uh-huh. ran out of time because I wanted to get it fixed in my mind. Right. And I actually was gonna present it to you, not telling you who it was. No. To let you judge. Let, let me guess. Because who said this? Um, <laughs> my opinion was pretty low of the joke, but sure. he and the host seemed to think it was brilliant. Genius. Oh God. And it was something to the effect of, and again, my apologies. I may. Misconstrue this slightly, but it was don't the, fuck up the delivery, Jason. <laughs> it was the effect of do you think serial killers have taken to almond milk? All right, see, now here, here's the thing that that is an open micer joke, that is a dumb wordplay joke that a fucking open micer been doing comedy three months would think of something like that. It's not a good joke, yeah, it just isn't. When he delivered it on, he was a guest on this podcast, uh-huh. and the host right away went, oh, that's brilliant, that's so good. That I tells thought, you that the host doesn't know shit about comedy. I thought to myself, what? <laughs> right, right. It's it's people who, they're enamored with this guy's celebrityism. Is what it is. It's like, oh my God, you were in Usual Suspects and you were in A Few Good Men and whatever else. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, he's, he's mediocre. He's mediocre. I say it to his face. I'll say it, I'll, first of all, I'll have to get on my knees and then I'll say it to his face. Very, sure. in my estimation from listening to him, very egotistical too. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have not heard good things about uh, Kevin Pollock as like a person, so... Not here to bash on Kevin Pollack, but he can eat my ass. Uh, but anyway, so there were three people who were hired last week. Uh, Shane Gillis, Bone Yang, the gay uh, Asian comic, and Chloe Feynman, uh, young uh, Caucasian lady. Uh, but some one of these three people got in trouble. Who do you think got in trouble? The chick. Nope. Oh. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis, the white, the white heterosexual man. Of course, he got in fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, got in trouble for racist and homophobic remarks he made within the last year on his podcast. Oh, well, I'm somewhat relieved that it was more recent. I thought you were first going right. to say ten years ago he right. said such and such on Twitter. Now. Uh, we want SNL to have a variety of voices and point of view within the show. We hired Shane on the strength of his talent as a comedian, and it's an impressive audition for SNL. We were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past days. The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. Wait, before you get too far into everybody's judgment of him, yes. Do you have the remarks? Do you have the comments? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Let's I, do, hear I, do, I do. I do. Let's hear them and well, give an unfiltered what what Jamie and I. Think we'll get about. to it. Okay. <laughs> we are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to standard. Uh, Gillis apologized and he tweeted, "I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss." If oh, you go is he my, booted? He's fired. He's oh, fired. He's gone. Booted immediately. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of bad messes. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I'm trying to be the best thing I can be, and sometimes that requires risk. And uh, you listen to these things, I'm like, you're not taking risk. You're being a fucking idiot. Uh, so there was a video from 2018... That was shared uh, on Twitter by writer Seth Simmons, who I think Seth Simmons is a bit of a cunt. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll get to Seth Simmons being a cunt in a second here. 
Uh, but Gillis makes racist jokes about Chinese people calling them offensive names. Chinatown's fucking nuts, Gillis told comedian Matt McCusker on Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Let the fucking chinks live there, he adds. Later saying that he was at a restaurant full of fucking Chinese. Which I'm like, I don't, I guess Chinese is apparently a racial slur. Oh. And uh, apparently that was fucking it. That was enough. Hmm. Uh, he has a history of making derogatory remarks and pointing out that he also made fun of Judd Apatow and Chris Gethard style comedy, calling them fucking gayer than ISIS in a different podcast. So that's that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, he got fired for those comments. Uh, there you go. And your comments. Jason, go. I probably wouldn't have fired him for that. Okay. Jamie, go. Well, before you hire somebody, why wouldn't you check these things out? Well, there's, a, there's probably a, there's too much of everybody to check out. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But I, if this is only like a year ago, you go, uh, you know, go back a little bit and just... I don't know. Who, know, who knows what the vetting process answer. is? I know I wouldn't want to listen to a year of someone's podcast. Most podcasts are shit. Would you want someone to go through a year of this podcast? Fuck no. Well, similarly, know, you know, but... um, Kevin Hart got in trouble for like a Twitter remark that went back. Right. Well, and that decade, and that's right? and that's where I bring up Seth Simmons being a cunt because Seth Simmons, this is what he was doing. I have no time with my life. So uh, I'm going to go dig up dirt on these people and uh, see what I can find. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was going to relate to your remark, because yeah. who would want to read someone's Twitter feed? Right. From 2010 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right, exactly. So Seth Simmons clearly is a human being who doesn't have much to do in his life mm-hmm. and went back and he found these things. And now, do, do I think that Gillis is a racist or not? Uh, I don't know if he's a racist. I know his comments were just not funny and they right. were stupid. Right. Uh, call, calling uh, calling them racial slurs, chinks and Chinese. I mean, that, that's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dumb. And then saying someone was gayer than ISIS. And I know when you say fucking gayer than ISIS, clearly you're not talking about in a homosexual way. He's talking about in a dumb way, right? Because right? Right. I don't think ISIS is gay. They'd have to kill themselves. Exactly. Right. But that's why I probably would discount those remarks because it wouldn't be enough for me to. It wouldn't be enough evidence for me to say, "Oh, this person on the whole is sure offensive." But in this day and age, you cannot tolerate any of that. There's the cancel. We live in the canceled age. I'm like, you're canceled. Well, I'll relate this to the white trash. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know I'm quite fond of the Pete and Sebastian show. Yes. And sometimes you hear on the show the they don't do bits that they've done before, but you hear the beginning of bits. You hear sure. Sebastian fleshing them out. Right. You hear him tell a story, and that later becomes a story in his act. Mm. And interestingly, I think the funniest story he ever told was in episode 184. If the listener want to go check it out, about 26 minutes into the episode, okay. he tells a story of visiting a Turkish bathhouse, and it's one of the funniest stories I ever heard. Mm. And I, my speculation, it never, to my knowledge, has gone into his live act. Right. And my speculation is because he did a voice of the Turkish guy in it. Oh, sure. And I you think afterwards he thought, right. ah, I can't do that voice. You can't do voices. <laughs> I think there was some of that, too. You're not getting that in the written here, but I'm sure when he, when Gillis was talking about it, he used the stereotypical, like, Asian right. voice, too, or whatever. Uh, 
I'm sure he did everything probably maybe even up to the putting his fingers on his eyes and stretching them out. So, uh, he, no longer is he a part of Saturday Night Live. He is a young white man. Uh, we don't have too many of those in comedy. I'm sure he'll be just fine. <laughs> Good luck to you, Shane. So now uh, there's an opening. I wasn't going to watch anyway. Yeah, there's, there's an opening for a 50-year-old white guy. Uh, if they fired a 23-year-old white guy or whatever, however old he is, they're not going to take me. All right, I got, uh, we're doing pretty good. I got two things that we can talk about to wrap up. We're going to choose one or the other. Uh, we're going to talk about either a woman has a emotional support animal, or we can talk about the uh, healthiest and unhealthiest cities in America. Go, which one do you want to talk about? Um, the unhealthy. Healthiest or unhealthiest? Yeah. All right. Jason, you down with that? I'm down with it. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Which coast has more healthy cities? East coast, west coast? Uh, West. West, yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, it's sunnier. It's nicer. Fuck yeah, way better. Uh, According to a study from WalletHub, what is the healthiest city in the U.S.? It is on the west coast. I'll give you that. I was going to say San Francisco. Wow, Jamie, you're nailing it tonight. San Francisco is the healthiest city in the U.S., followed by Seattle, San Diego, Portland, and then Washington, D.C. God, no. I would think Washington, D.C. would be one of the worst places to live. East Coast, all those fucking politicians. It's gross. That pizzeria that has the child porn ring in it. Holy shit. That's awful. Am I right? Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? You, you guys totally. know what I'm talking I, about. I do know vaguely the story. But... Uh, the South contains the most unhealthy cities. The unhealthy cities in the U.S. are overwhelmingly found in the South. Brownsville, Texas is the least healthy spot in the nation. In huh. two other Texas cities made the list along with two in Alabama, two in Georgia, and two in Mississippi. So that's telling me they're looking at pretty small places if you're including fucking... Can you name me two cities in Mississippi? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Shreveport, no. Shreveport is Louisiana. Uh, Tupelo. What's the capital of Mississippi? Uh, It's not Hattiesburg, but that's in Mississippi. Uh, I don't know. See, that's just telling me it's bad. It's a bad thing. Uh, several of these states have some of the highest poverty levels in the nation. Poverty plays a big role in health that many realize. Uh, in, in health that many realize. Eating too many gators. Too many fucking fried foods. When there's high levels of poverty, there are more than likely high levels of food insecurity and hunger-related issues. You think, oh, well, if they're food insecure and, they're hung- and they've hunger issues... We'll all be thin, right? No, that's not the case. It usually seems like people in poverty, because they eat poorly, it's a lot of sugar and mm-hmm. carbs and extra calories, so they're going to be fat. they get a chance to eat. <sighs> yeah, they're just going to chow down. So uh, Corpus Christi, Texas is number 12 among unhealthy cities. Has some of the fewest healthy restaurants per capita and the highest percentage of adults not eating enough fruits and vegetables per day. So, uh, there you go. All pretty fucking awful. So, don't go down to the south, everybody. They have hurricanes, too. Yeah, hurricanes. Uh, let's see. Gulfport, Mississippi, and the other one was Jackson, Mississippi. So, yeah. Is one of those the capital? Jackson, I think. Oh, okay. Jackson I was just look is, it up. is the capital. So, 
Awesome, that's it. Unless you guys got anything you want to talk about. I do have. You got one more thing? All I right. Got two things. What? But we'll let Jamie pick again. This uh -oh. is going to revisit past our past episodes, so you can pick right. whether you want to talk about people disappearing hmm. or Batman. People disappearing. Okay. I wish more people would do it. Ah. Yes, I'll say yes to that. <laughs> we'll pose to you the question we discussed first. Do you think people can successfully disappear? Um, I think they can. It would be really hard to do. Right? Is that you guys talking about? Like, yeah, because yeah, we were talking about 9-11 and whether people took advantage of the I don't tragedy know how to... how you would then, though, how, how you could get a job, though, and stuff like that afterwards. Because you would need documentation. Right. Like, we, we, we talked about it on yeah, the right. podcast. That was, that was my right. No social security, right. license, right. shit like that. I remember you guys talking about it. Because I listened to it. Right. But, I, yeah, I got, if you can find a job where that doesn't matter, and you know, I don't know. It would be hard to do, but I'm, I bet you there's people that could do it. Well, my story for us today is a mother was shocked when... Her dead son showed up at her door. Oh, yeah? Wow. <laughs> so he had disappeared. Distressed 62-year-old Antonio, Antonia, Mikalanova? <laughs> so how old is the mom if he's 62? No, she's the she's mother the 62. Mom. Oh, the mom is 62. She All had right. reported her son missing earlier this year and later identified a body as being his. Oh. Wow, Jesus. The family, including... This gentleman's estranged wife and daughter arranged a funeral and the body was cremated and buried in the local cemetery. God. Four months later, the mother heard a knock on the door and was stunned to find her son standing outside. He's 43. Why do you think he went missing? Mistress. Uh, memory, amnesia or something. No, he had just taken some time out to think about the meaning of life. Jesus. And didn't tell anybody. How spectacular. <laughs> so they did, he, did, he, did he fucking find it? No, they didn't answer that Come question. Come on, that's all I want to know. Tell me the meaning of life. You came back, clearly you found it. The that's... big issue arising out of it is now the police have a mystery because they right. don't know who they... Who the fuck they buried. Who they, they cremated. cremated the person. Like, why did they think this dead body was him? Does well, the mother that? went in and... She looked at it and thought it was her son. Yeah, but I mean, like, why Why would they think, like, th this is him? Like, clearly, like, shit matched up. Yeah, she, I'm sure, had reported him missing. And then, uh, yeah, in fact, it says she had reported him missing after he'd been missing for six days. And a month later, she received a call from the police saying they believed yeah. they had found his body. So a month, there's going to be some decomp or whatever I would think to a body. So it's not like... There's gonna be stuff. Yeah, but it's but it's not that. saying that the body was decomposing for a month. They didn't. They're not saying that. They're just saying a month later she gets a call oh, saying right, like right, there's yeah. that. Okay, so to it. me, I'm like, I don't know what was that body's decomposition like. Right. Like maybe that body was only dead for like a right. day or whatever. Oh, so yep. to me, I'm like going like, what was the autopsy on the dead body? Like how did this dude fucking die? Dental records. Yeah, to me, like the, what? Where is this? This is what town I is this? This is in the UK. Oh, fuck. No wonder the British are... <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, the British records. are stupid. Yeah, they have no dental records. Okay. They, they don't have any fucking teeth. <laughs> See, uh, the mother apologized for misidentifying oh the body and explained she was very upset at the time. She said, he looked very familiar, and so I confirmed to the police that he was my son. 
Would you check like fucking birthmarks or scars or tattoos or shit? Right. I'd like to think if my mom saw me that she'd be able to tell it was me and not some fucking random stranger. I I suspect along the lines of what Jamie's saying that it must have been at some level of decomposition where... Because otherwise... Or, or I'm thinking they're trying to scam some fucking insurance thing or something, right? Life insurance policy. And somehow they knew the jig was up, so they just were like, okay, he's back. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh. This thing, I mom should go to fucking jail. She did oh. something shady, this fucking bitch. The son had started to try to operate off the grid and realized this isn't really mm-hmm. feasible. I better right. show back up. Oh, so really? Well, particularly in England, too. I, it's not like they got a lot of fucking woods and jungles or whatever for them to be out there. Do Limited other countries space. have the regulations now that we do? Of what? Like, could you go off the grid easier in the UK versus here? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, the UK is first world country. I think it'd be pretty hard for you to disappear there. Yeah, but you I think you could so disappear. I think you could disappear in like Mexico or Brazil or yes, some shit like that. Agreed. Yes, but I think about yeah, because all the different things you have to have to get a job, to get your license, to get to be able to travel or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if you need all of that. In the UK. Was this guy a fucking, like, trapper? Like, what was this guy doing? It did say he was, um, he graduated from military school and worked locally at a huge naval base. Huh. uh, When he was missing for the four months or whatever it was he was doing that? Or that was prior to him missing? Prior to going missing. It doesn't say what he did when he was missing? No, it doesn't say. You know, he's, he's, this article was missing all the good life. shit. He, his quote We've got questions. His quote was, I was thinking about the meaning of life and what I want to do with myself. You can't do that when you're still around? Right. <laughs> you can't like, tell people, hey, I need to go away for a little while. Oh, what? Janie, I'm going to disappear for four months. I'm going to figure out the meaning of life. Yeah. You know what it all comes down to? Yeah. He had not learned to say no. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you gotta say no, bitch! So rather than have there to deal with saying no, he just checked out <laughs> for a while. Jesus Christ. So Stu now goes missing, we know. Yeah. His no! plan to say no failed. Always <laughs> say no. Nice. Uh, all right, that's the podcast, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please go like the fan page on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, there is the Patreon as well, everybody. That extra content on weekends. Uh, just five bucks a month. A That's month. it. That's it. That's it. It's fucking it. Oh, good. Yes. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're talking like we should do a whole podcast yes. like this. Get some helium, suck it down. I don't think we can anymore. No, it's almost gone. Yeah. We'll just no, talk like this on our own. <laughs> talk like this. Okay. <laughs>